<laughs> okay, tongue roll. Yeah, That's cute. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> right on. So, in today's episode, guys, um, this is our little kiki about Corona. Um, so, we're basically going to talk with you guys about our experiences with COVID-19 um, while being in graduate school and just trying to maintain somewhat of a normal life. Um, and so we're going to talk about what it's been like for us, how we've managed our friendships, our relationships, um, some coping tips that we've used, um, and just being real about what it's like living as Black women in in a panty. So... <laughs> In a panoramic. <laughs> okay, in a panoramic. The porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> but first, but first. And always, we gotta start. Oh, is Black Excellence at the Song Association? See. Yeah. So we gotta party first. Y'all know we like to party a little bit. Um. So we're gonna do Song Association Challenge. And. I love leading this because I get to pick who go first. Letitia's gonna go first this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which y'all worried and who you giving it to? Um, mommy, and your word is the. Uh, <clears throat> mirror. Mirror. Is that a bad one? I can no, it's a good know. one. Oh. Bro, if you don't, I swear. No. What's happening? Mirror? Yes. I'm talking to Okay. Mirror. I was you know, I'm sitting here like, what did Beyonce say that has mirror? I thought you were looking at me because it's a <laughs> God leave the pressure. But okay, Michael Jackson, we're gonna go man in the mirror. Was there Beyonce? Thinking Michael Man Jackson. in the mirror. Oh, okay. Like, Why you okay. taking so long? If you look at yourself, or you want to make it, <laughs> to make the world a better place, you gotta look at yourself and make a <laughs> All right. Okay. Woo! The pressure. <laughs> um. Wow. That felt hard. So, Brianna, I thought about this word before we started today. The word is rain. It's a rainy day outside. Oh. Rain on me. Hey. That's the same one I thought of. Wait, are we is that Ashanti? Lord. Period. Also the SWV song, right? Yeah. Oh, y'all know how a potato flew around. This girl. It usually doesn't rain inside the Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, that was a okay, y'all. Oh God, let me see if I can keep this. Right. Okay. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she did not just do I'm, a rap away. Get I'm thunderclapping in the club. <laughs> it is what they was doing. Yeah, they were thunderclapping. Yeah. They sure were. 
okay, flawless victory. That was a great round, you guys. Yeah. Wow. Great job, guys. I'm proud of us, right? Okay, now Black Excellence. Let's go. Well, I'm doing the Black Excellence this episode, and we are talking about Miss Naomi Osaka, the professional tennis player. They call her the baby goat. She just won <laughs> her fourth Grand Slam title at the Australian Open against Miss, you know what? This is double whammy because against Miss Serena Williams, and you're gonna always stand up with y'all. <laughs> you know, she gets those flowers back. Period. So we're gonna give them both their flowers. Also, now it was them two against each other in the final. Mm-hmm. I feel like I saw that Thanks. on Instagram. Okay, that is black excellence. So we're shouting them both out because we love and respect both of them. And also, Miss mm. Naomi is now an owner of the women's professional soccer team in North Carolina. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Putting our money back. There's a line with Nike, I think. We just love to see it. We love to see her first. Yeah, she has a line with Nike, and I think she has a collaboration with Louis Vuitton, too. My girl is doing it. Yes. Oh, okay. She bad and bougie. Period. I'm this, 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 <laughs> this granny. <laughs> I am so sorry, y'all. I'm so Honey, sorry. Please come collect your great <laughs> Oh, no. Please, Ollie, that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> Moving on to the rest of the episode. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, you know what's been happening with Miss Coco and how it's been impacting various communities um, and marginalized people. But we wanted to take a step further and we just want to be real and just have a, a kiki, a conversation about what quarantine's been looking like for us. Um, UGA shut down right after spring break in March. So it's been a year since we've been in person. Um, so just being honest about coping and we're going to be honest and normalized so that it might resonate with you. So we can kind of jump in with like COVID in general. So out of everybody on the podcast, I'm the only one. So this is Brianna speaking, y'all. Wow, the one. we getting in it. And we, we jumping, we jumping in. Um, <laughs> She's the only one. Oh, that's not funny. Anywho, <laughs> I was the only one that contracted COVID. Um, so I got COVID in November of 2020. I had very mild symptoms, so congestion um, and loss of taste and smell. Um, let me tell you now you were sick on Thanksgiving you was hurt yeah I was mm, yeah because okay so my situation was like I had very mild symptoms but it took a really long time for me to get my taste and my smell back like it was by Christmas I had finally gotten like my taste and my smell back and even then my taste wasn't like a hundred percent and so for me it was realizing like once I got COVID I was like, we're still in school. I still had responsibilities. I still had obligations. And so that didn't stop. Of course, people were very understanding. And like, I literally presented my first year project with COVID, like literally sat in there trying not to choke because I was literally like, it was two days that after was I had. I would like right. go ahead and point out the ramifications of getting this if you're black. Because I would like to say that I wanted Miss Bree Bree to sit down. To sit down. No, this is Miss Strongland Woman. Miss over here just couldn't stand to do it. So let's make it clear that she could have sat out from presenting. But the way that 
grad school is set up for black women, she didn't feel that it was the right move for her to do. So we are already into the implications of getting this virus black or poor. Yep. And ironically, she was presenting her first year project on <laughs> the strong black woman who is chemo. So yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. He over here trying to write clinic notes with yeah. Because it was for me, it was like I wasn't super like tired, so I was just like I I can still do it, um. But realizing like that was also my body telling me I needed to relax and sit down as well, and so trying to navigate that and like everybody saying just the stress of being a black woman and realizing that we always feel like we have to like show up. We always have to do that, and so at that time I didn't feel like I had the space to not present or not do anything so i just had to make it work but here i am on the other side we beat miss rona she did not take me out but realizing that is the reality that some people's family members don't make it out and so we don't want it to be like just because some people you know have mild symptoms and get over it some people don't so let's normalize that experience and we also want to you know send love and light to people who have lost people in the pandemic and lost people to COVID as well. And so for me, my experience was also very weird because I got tested on a Tuesday, got my results back on a Wednesday and it was negative. I got tested on Friday. So two days after I got my negative, and I was quarantined the whole time. That Friday I got tested and then that Monday I got my results back and they were positive. So also acknowledging that there is very much so an incubation period. And so like it can vary from person to person. I'm about um, to say gestation. <laughs> not this lady. <laughs> and so realizing that if you have been anywhere or done anything, just making sure you're giving yourself the time because it can show up at any point and then it doesn't really matter. And so since then, I constantly am getting tested. I feel like I get tested every time I do something now. So I think that's also been a thing is where now I'm more hypervigilant about what I'm doing, who I'm doing it with, what their COVID practices have been, um, and just making sure I'm staying within my quarantine circle and not trying to add any new additions. And if I am, when the last time you got tested? What, what have you been doing? And so that being a part of the experience. Not as an STD. Basically, I mean, it basically is like, mm -hmm. that's the way you think about it. It's like, you right. can get it anywhere and don't know where you got it from and who you got it from. So you gotta be safe. So if you don't, and people who get mad, child be mad. I don't really care because- Yeah, and my, I- Go ahead, Tisha. I was gonna say, you was talking about people getting mad. And I think that's a good point because yeah, we call me 16 and yeah, I was like, how much you got it? because she's okay now but the reality is that people have died and are continuing to die and i think that people because maybe if they got it or they know someone who got it and it was mild like your group that they think it's not a big but this thing that i literally almost called the train running and i'm trying to be serious this pandemic has legitimately affected people especially poor people if you think about getting covid or now i can't go anywhere or now i can't go to work how am I going to eat? What about if I get COVID and I stay with my grandmother? Where is she going to go? Yep. You know what I mean? Or people who don't have health insurance now, what do I do? I mean, like, this is not, I think people, maybe because it's been around for a year now, people aren't, I mean, they're 
remembering how truly a traumatic disease, people have lost their homes, have been homeless, haven't been able to pay their rent, or to ask for the people for money, and like, mm. it's not a game, and it's upsetting that people don't take it serious, because it's irresponsible as well. So I could be responsible, and Bree could be responsible, and we go to the gas station, somebody else is responsible, and now we got it. Yep. I think that we've been lucky and privileged to be students and that we didn't have to worry about income. Uh, we've been lucky to be students and that we didn't have to worry about income, but a lot of people did. People didn't have ways to eat or to feed their children. And you put that on top of things like natural disasters and this whole snowstorm that thing that happened. People without water and food for days and still being um, um, in contact with like a deadly virus. So I just think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're calling this a kiki, but like it's not it's not funny. People have died. Right. It's important to remember how that impacts people that we forget about. The disabled and the homeless and the black and the brown and the poor. Um, because a lot and of even us, like we're yeah. able to still go to work, we're able to still be funded in our positions. We have yeah. up how we're doing things, right? We're using our internet right now to zoom but we're using our internet right now to zoom right mm-hmm. we have the ability to change the way that we do things and to continue kind of living within this this new world that we're in but certainly everyone isn't privileged enough to make that transition so smoothly and we um i would say relatively have had relatively little impact in comparison to, to other people's experiences yeah and i think just also highlighting the importance of getting tested like it's funny because we talk about it like stds but like just like you get tested for other things you should definitely still try and get tested even if you don't feel like you've been exposed i would say at least get tested once just so you know what the experience is like um and so there are different ways you have different types of tests you have rapid tests you have pcr tests um you have nasal swabs. You also have ones that they do in your mouth as well. So realizing that there are other ways that you can get tested, but at least doing it once just so you know what the experience is like. Um, and also knowing that there are places that you can get it done. Um, Ooh, so, thank you for helping me because <laughs> I have been one of the people who was very strictly quarantined and I didn't get tested until this year. And Brianna definitely helped me with the rapid testing sites. Um, and even since then, so I've been tested three times and each time it was a different procedure. So it's definitely important to kind of be aware of what you're getting tested for. Um, mm-hmm. I was getting tested for travel and they had to do a little bit. Um, what was it? Was it antibody? No, it wasn't the antibody test. I had to get the uh, rapid result because it had to be within 72 hours of travel. Mm-hmm. It had to be the swab. What is it? PM? I'm about to make up something. Um, the PCR one. So that's PCR, typically, right. particularly PCR is the one that they do where you do it and they give you results within like two days. Um, and that's the one where, of course, they go in your nose, around both nostrils, send it to a lab. Um, and they send it back. And so that's the one that basically tells you if it's like moving and active in your body. And so typically I would say get a PCR test if you can, because those are more accurate. Some rapid tests are as accurate as PCR, but again, you don't know if like the location you're going to has the most accurate one. So definitely just, like I said, trying to go get tested at least once um, and being able to have that experience. I would also say, you know, Stay in your quarantine circles, y'all. Like, 
really, if you know that there are certain people that you're hanging out with, just being cognizant of that and not trying to incorporate new people or doing large events or things like that, just actually following the recommendations of the CDC because they definitely are telling us information that we need to adhere to. So definitely taking the time out to listen. So yeah, I mean, that was my experience. It was zero out of 10. Zero out of 10? Wouldn't I recommend? It was. Like I would not recommend (laughs) that for anybody. (laughs) Like I don't have any recommendations. Um, I mean, like I have threads for people who get COVID of what you can do when you're doing it by yourself and I those were things that I had to figure out where that thread it's on Twitter it's a Twitter thread um we can probably put it in the description for the podcast so you guys can have it it's on your page I retweeted it it's this girl's page where she basically talked with a nurse and the nurse told people like what they could do if they are at home by themselves like navigating COVID um yeah yeah, y'all it's not fun Losing your taste and smell sucks. You feel literally disconnected from the world because you don't realize how important those senses are. So, did you have like, um, like foginess, like um, lots of concentration? Brain fog. Brain fog, right. Definitely, definitely brain fog. Like, concentrating felt like it was so difficult, or like my attention span definitely was shortened. Like, for that presentation, I was only able to present, and then after that, I was like, okay, I'm over it. Like, I can't, I can't even focus. So brain fog definitely happened. I also cried. Like, I was sad, y'all, like, because you that's, a, that's like, a symptom, though. The yeah. brain being, um, like, having extreme loosening is a symptom, and it's something that lingers, too. People have reported that they've had extreme and I think it's realizing like you hear so much negative stuff on the news and so like you get scared that like what if I'm going to be the person that dies you know like remember, that's yeah. what happens and so for me like for me it was also like my parents are older and so I had literally just went home prior to me realizing I had COVID so it was like I don't want to I didn't I felt bad because I was like I hope I didn't expose them to anything and so it's a lot of nuances to it and so I just say be careful um and be honest with those around you about the things that you've been doing so they can make decisions about if they want to be around you or not um and respecting people's decisions about what they want to do as well I know I haven't seen y'all in so many months and we're waiting to get back together but it it depends on a lot right like we got to be dang they're isolated for two weeks or certainly only within our quarantine circles and we all got family that we care about and are thinking about so yeah it is a lot to consider and um to adjust to in terms of just being safe and protecting ourselves i think this is a good segue to talking about just like isolation i personally lost my mind but we're back now took us Mm -hmm. a minute what do you mean you lost your mind i mean listen not my brain took the middle of a paragraph to go crazy guys i definitely was experiencing unmedicated bipolar symptoms in the middle of a paragraph and didn't know so (laughs) (laughs) acting out i just don't even know how to describe it so i can imagine that people are struggling 
it's supposed to be when things pop up, so there's not much you can do about it. Mm-hmm. We back though, period. We better. Back. Better period. than ever, truly. Uh, <laughs> My girl said truly. <laughs> No, truly. Why are you truly? Truly, no, for real. I think for me, um, early on, I was definitely, I don't want to say depressed, but I was sad and I was feeling like, what have I worked so hard for? So my sister had just had a baby who I love and adore. Kobe is my life. You guys all know him. Um, but I went home to my mom's house where my sister was with my nephew and we were slowly realizing that quarantine was going to last more than two weeks. So I was saying like, can we go up to my house for a little while? Like, can we, you know, move this little quarantine circle back to my house so I could work out, so I could have an actual office and, you know, get acclimated to my space as well. And my mom basically, well, not basically, but she straight up told me like, no, I'm not going, you don't have nothing to live for. You don't have nothing to die for. I'm not risking my life or this baby's life to move. And I just was feeling like, oh, God, what have I, what have I worked so hard for? What is life? You know, like all of the um, kind of coming to terms with the new way of life, but also just kind of consolidating who I was at the time um, was certainly a shock, I think, because I was just so used to, you know, being able to move freely, go to my mom's house, come back to my house, not have to worry. But she basically told me, listen, if you leave, don't come back. <laughs> So I had to make the decision. We took one weekend and came up to my house and got my workout equipment and got my computer and very basic office stuff, right? So I could feel like I was making the quarantine work. But that took at least a month of, you know, arguing with them, trying to get them to come to my house, trying to quote unquote show value and what I had to offer to a quarantine circle, right? Um, And for me, I think that uh, certainly once we got our routine established so towards June right dang I was fighting for a long time June was the first month they came to my house <laughs> and then we started alternating months but certainly it took it took a while to kind of settle into whatever this new way of life was gonna be and isolation I wouldn't say right I was with them but I certainly felt isolated like where's my family where's my house where's what am I working towards and that for me was certainly a, a oh that's where that was coming from yes mommy told me straight up she was like uh-uh we're not talking about her life ain't got no me i didn't know it was because you was reflecting because of them because she straight up told me i have something to live for now and it's a baby and it's not you and what do you have to contribute i remember when you was upset but i was just like what is wrong with her yeah man life was hard we were adjusting okay <laughs> i just thought about it i didn't realize like all my life things happened in the paragraph literally all of them yeah yeah you guys had it in the panoramic game yes i did i still do brianna what about you so you did say that um there was that time where you went to your parents house so you've mostly been in athens right yeah mostly i'm in athens and if i do decide to go to my parents house I typically get tested before I go, just so we all on the same page. I have, you know, seen some friends in the panoramic. So that's been cute. I've been able to like, still try to have some sense of normalcy um, when it comes to friends and like being able to maintain relationships and friendships. You be on FaceTime though, you have been on FaceTime. Boy, and that's the thing, you know, people <laughs> trying to get acclimated now, but I've been doing it. <laughs> 
So <laughs> for me, it's definitely been like communicating more so through like FaceTime and doing more check-ins um, because it's hard. Like it's being, it's hard being isolated, being confined to certain things and not being able to go to restaurants because you may wear a mask, but everybody else in the restaurant ain't going to wear one. And so trying to navigate those things. And so I've definitely found myself like just depending on my circle a little more um, and definitely like communicating more. Yeah. Just trying to find other ways to communicate outside of, you know, us being in person. And so trying to still nurture those friendships and those relationships. Cooking, I definitely use that as coping. Like I've been here whipping the work because you need to move in with me because we hungry. Child boo. Yeah, you won't eat if ain't nobody cooking. Girl, please, please. Ma'am. Child. And then it's some people who've been able to, you know, find love in the panoramic. That's um, me. Come on. Come on. Girlfriend, y'all. Come on. We heard about that in the other episode. Okay. Come on, Quarantine Bay. Wait, did we talk about her in one of the other episodes? No. The last episode hurt the dog. Oh, yeah. No, but this could be her official intro. So, yes, there is a Jasmine. (laughs) Hey. We like her. Hey, Jasmine. Part of me losing my mind. Oh, God. Okay. So. Oh God, I was in a really long relationship <laughs> when I got here. And I got here to UGA, UGA. I was in a six year long relationship with a man that did not work out. And then I said, hmm, let's revisit some of these thoughts we've been having. And then I said, hmm, you know, I think I might like women. And uh, I don't know, I was keeping in the pandemic, you know, everybody, and the panty was just downloading the dating apps because we was all bored and didn't know what to do. Um, Kiki and, and then, I don't know how you introduce, how do you do this? I met Jasmine. What what am I supposed to say? You met her. I mean, I you, you, I haven't had to introduce somebody I'm dating in a long time. Girl, I don't know how you, I mean. No, what to say. <laughs> y'all met on a dating app. Y'all like each And I'm Bumble. Right we like each other. I don't know. She's 25. She in your quarantine circle. You at her house? Yes, she's in my quarantine circle. That's, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. You don't have to give her whole background. Right. We all know I, I certainly will not. I knew. Oh. Okay, so speaking of dating apps, I too got on a dating app this um this quarantine, and I was catfishing everybody. Brianna and Leticia lightly, but Brianna mostly was running my dating page. I was busy being managed, so I was. I was like, right. child, Leticia wasn't running, and Leticia was I running Leticia around would, crazy. Um, she would come and get the tea, right? <laughs> but Brianna, my good sis, busy swiping and conversing and flirting. Oh, child! <laughs> on my until one day, a young man jumped in the inbox talking about Beyonce, who you all know I like, uh, love, adore. Um, I would say worship, but let me know oh. if your folks worried. They gonna be calling us safe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Appropriately worship. So I jumped back in the DMs and such is life. Now, I too have a quarantine baby who has stuck around for way longer than we imagined. Look at Brianna doing her victory dance because yes, it's all credited to her. We appreciate you and your tireless dedication and patience with me because boy, was we be big. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Hmm? I said, first of all, 
It started uh, trying to be somebody I else. It's because Brianna called me to yell about you. Uh -huh. <laughs> I around being crazy and she calling me to talk about mommy dating apps. <laughs> I was, I was annoying. It was so hard trying to be somebody else and <laughs> trying to be somebody else and they pick you. So I'm like, oh Lord. I, I like, said, Brianna, what be... makes you think I would swipe on this person? What makes you think I like that? And then y'all, let's be clear. It don't be nothing wrong with them men. It don't wow. be nothing wrong with them. Yes, it was. To the regular eyeball, it's nothing wrong with them. Do you put mommy's eyeballs in it? <laughs> We might as well have plucked him straight out of hell and tried to give him to him. <laughs> oh, she literally said, oh my gosh, he didn't comb his hair. No. Oh my I gosh. Mean, come on. He's not tall enough. Oh and my then, God. He and, put two dots instead of one in the sentence. Uh, he can't Grammar is important. I mean, you guys aren't saying anything new. These are, these are important things. Let me tell y'all. This panoramic, I found the new side of her boy. Because I said, <laughs> this lady okay. is crazy. For real. Like, yeah. not even not even joking but yeah like even to the point where i was just like having conversations like i was literally having to initiate conversations and i said i don't know how to talk like and i had to tell her you being too nice to these men we're not nice i literally was like i don't know like my approach is different from your approach clearly so here we are and she like don't do that don't say that and i'll be like well you respond then then she responds, and they don't respond back. So uh, here we are. <laughs> not that they didn't like me. <laughs> yeah, she be coming so hard. So we had to figure it out. But oh, oh my goodness, do you remember we got catfish? Do you remember that guy who? Yes. yes. We got catfish too. Yeah. yeah no, it, it was, was a crazy. lot. It was a lot. It was crazy. But anyway, we've been able. Anyway, stuck, and that's why I had to get tested because uh, I got flued out. I went to Aruba for my birthday and. We still like him very many months later. So shout out to you. Shout out to quarantine. I mean, you gave Jasmine a name. His name, Mike, y'all. Oh, that's crazy. Now she's a, uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, who next? Brianna? Brianna is here just parlaying. Um, I'm you. trying to figure it out. Uh, I ain't like everybody else. You know, they got solidified bays and stuff. I'm... I'm just out here chilling. I'm trying to figure it out, y'all. I hate trying to. But yes, quarantining, dating apps. So this is the life we live, you know? And so now we're going to transition into the vaccine. I think we all on this call are vaccinated in the process of getting vaccinated, I will say. I think, one, don't be scared. But I also understand being scared of getting the vaccine. And I think that that was a lot of conversations that we've had as Black women um, and Black people in general about vaccines and just not trusting healthcare systems. But I can say, like speaking from personal experience, I feel more comfortable outside now because I'm vaccinated. So for me, like I said, I had COVID. So my situation was a little different when I got vaccinated. I was a little more concerned about like what it could look like for me having had COVID and then getting the vaccine. Um, but I was able to talk with friends who were who had COVID and got vaccinated to get their experiences. Um, and they were like, it was fine. You know, arm soreness, things like that. Um, so when I got mine, the first shot, I, I got Moderna. I'm a Moderna mommy. <laughs> Moderna mommies, period. 
wait, wait, wait. I got Pfizer. What do we call ourselves? Oh, you a Pfizer, well, princess. Pfizer princess. Okay, okay. P for <laughs> Pfizer. Okay, I was thinking for an F word, but okay, okay, okay. Pfizer. Not an F word. <laughs> Just for the sound, like, I can't think of You're it. You're a Pfizer princess. I'll accept it. Moderna right. mommy, <laughs> Pfizer princess. I'm be at the day party like, hey, uh, oh, brother. You know, you know what? Look, we should make this card. We should make this disclaimer since people be listening to us. Just because you got the vaccine, don't mean you ain't gotta wear no mask. You should still yeah. wear a mask. You know what? We should talk well, about the person vaccinated, so I definitely yeah. we should have to. So we're fully vaccinated, but the purpose of the vaccine does not keep you from getting COVID. It keeps you from dying if you are to contract it, and it keeps you out of the hospital. And, and it actually, keep you spreading it either. Yes, I was about to say if we want to throw some science, it's some literature, some results have been emerging that say that um, some of the, that it looks like it's the vaccines are starting to stop transmission. That's like new findings, but oh. it looks like the vaccines are yeah. stopping transmission. That's I was looking for the article. I'm gonna try to find it. Maybe we can put it in the little description thing. But there are articles that are looking at um, how it's been working. I saw the recent ones that. Um breastfeeding moms and even moms who are pregnant can transfer some form of immunity to their or the antibodies at least to their either toddlers if they're breastfeeding or their babies in utero um so i agree that there is some promising research coming out there i certainly was one of the ones at the beginning who said i'm gonna wait till you know the third and fourth round make sure y'all got it right just you know medical mistrust and also you know this is a very emerging science right now but like Brianna said, I also am in the process of getting vaccinated. I have my second one in about a week. And that too, and I was one of the first ones to get it. I said, sign me up. Right. Once well, actually, I was very distrustful.